in three, two, one. You uh, you took the lead. It was kind of scary. Trust me, it'll be <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's uh, that's what being in a band for five years will do. Sometimes, sometimes you got to take a leap. <laughs> so let's hear some disgusting ass food mashup, shall we? I'm in the mood to lose my appetite. Hello and welcome. You've stumbled into a podcast called We Love Lists. <laughs> what happened? I seriously I, thought I, nothing. I thought it glitched. <laughs> it stopped so <laughs> abruptly, it glitched. <laughs> Terrence, tell the people what we're talking about today. Today, I have a list of food mashups. And for me and my nasally congestion-ridden, sinus-infected, plant-orgy victim voice. It's like the happening. The happening is happening right now. On a much smaller scale. But in that micro, is it not ginormous? Many micros make a macro. The space between zero and one is tiny infinity. That's what these plants are doing right now. It's tiny infinities infecting my macro. Tiny infinities gathering on my throat. (laughs) Mostly gathering in my nasal passages. So today's list for me is inspired by a story. Um, I like to get this brand called Crystal Springs Creamery. It's a local brand, and they sell coffee milk, which... That's already kind of weird. I haven't heard of that. It's it's like it's the classic joke like you want some milk with your, you want some coffee with your milk? Like it is that. They serve coffee with a little milk in it. Oh, so or, it's sorry, milk so with it, a little coffee in it. So it's Starbucks. Ha. Yes. Uh but it's wholesome. It's uh it's it's locally sourced milk and uh, we deliver it right to you. Bring the bring the bottle back to us. We'll recycle it. And uh so th- this coffee milk has become a regular part of my week. And uh, I go to the grocery store. I know exactly where it is. Well, not exactly. Well, ha- hang on. Is it more coffee or more milk? Yeah, so the the joke goes, you want some coffee with that milk? And so it is milk with a little bit of coffee in it. So it's like you had a cup of coffee, you drank that cup of coffee, and then you decided, let me have some milk, and you pour the milk into the same glass of, you know, used glass of that you were drinking coffee from? Yeah, exactly. It's like, you could use this to sweeten coffee. It's as close as you can get to ethically drinking creamer. Okay, which you have done. <laughs> I have done, yes. Uh, w- when I was first in college, the the dining hall had a creamer mach- dispenser, which I've never seen before. I get my creamer in a little cup, you see. I'm just a small town boy. And the the creamer dispenser had a picture of coffee on it. So like... It didn't have a picture of creamer. It had a picture of a cup of coffee. So I, I pour it in. And I'm like, oh, that's a little lighter than I'm used to. I drink it. I'm like, damn, that's the best coffee I've ever had. That is delicious. And I take another sip. And I'm like, I'm starting to get a headache. Like, this is a little bit much. And then I, I, I put two and two together. I was like, oh, it's it's just creamer. I'm oh, just, this is the creamer. I'm just drinking sugar. And from that day, you said, I need just a little bit of coffee to go with this. So yeah, I started drinking this uh, coffee milk, which is uh, delightful. So I, I go to reach for it, as I do every week. I get home. I don't realize anything's amiss. I go to take a sip, and I'm like, Whoa! Grocery store snafu. Gotta love them. 
I had instead grabbed what was right next to the coffee milk, their other main product, root beer milk. And the only difference is the, ca- the, the, the lid is a slightly different color on the jar. It does not say root beer milk on the front. I'm showing Christian. It just says fresh. The, li- the, li- the liquids are the same color. I, I mean, it's, it's just brown and white. Like if you mix root beer with milk, it looks like coffee. That's beyond disgusting. But I can see there that you've drank most of that bottle. What does that <laughs> bottle taste like? <laughs> oh, so, I, yeah, my first sip, I was like, what the hell is this? Because it, it, if you're – it's hard to, to put a uh, – it's hard to identify a taste unless you know what's coming. Like half of eating is presentation and smell. Uh, so, I'm, I'm like root beer is as far as you can get from coffee. Like it's the most unexpected – type of flavor uh but when i finally put two and two together i was like oh man i I would just take these little sips throughout the week like ew i'm gonna take another and as you can see i have finished it was this your martin luther spoonful of shit every day to atone for your sins oh he's finishing it on air oh that was gross to watch I'm glad there's if, no video to go with this pod. <laughs> if I could uh, explain it for the people at home, it's really like 95% root beer. And it's not as weird as the name sounds. Like, root beer milk. And honestly, anything milk just sounds terrible. It's like milk steak. But, like, could could it be compared to, like, a root beer float, maybe? Like, I think that's the, the idea. That's the most salvageable thing I can think of here. It's the only way I can market this. Root beer float, you have a texture difference, which helps to make it seem less like you're pouring milk into your root beer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there is the milkshake element, and this thing is as if you've let the milkshake sit for too long. Yeah, just a a bizarre thing. I, I won't get it again, but I don't regret having drunk this bottle of root beer milk. I, uh, I, I sent it, I snapped this to several people throughout the country to gauge different responses. And everyone was like, what the fuck is that? This is not acceptable. Y- you should have sent it to somebody outside of the United States. He's drinking it again, people. Send this to, su- you should have sent this to <laughs> like somebody starving in the poorest regions. They would have been like, I wouldn't touch that. Um, I'd rather drink the shit water. One of my, one of the faults of my character is you put something in my hand. Even if I don't like it, I'll sip it. I'll sip it till it's gone. So essentially the way to kill you is to poison you. Because <laughs> it's very easy. I'll taste it. Here I'll you go. Like, That's awful. <laughs> What's this? Right. I don't know. Maybe I didn't taste it correctly. Huh. Maybe I'll try another. It landed on the wrong bud. Maybe if I try a different taste bud, it'll hit different. It's hard at restaurants because they they just keep filling your water glass or like they just keep filling your coffee cup. I will drink like 10. Like I have no off switch. Well, that reminds me, quick aside, the beginning of Reservoir Dogs, when they're all sitting around the table at the the coffee shop and they're bitching about the tip, how Steve Buscemi doesn't tip. And at one point he says, uh, you know, this waitress only came over three times. I'm here for two hours. I like my cup filled six times. And like everyone just kind of like, you know, just nods along with it. Like six cups of coffee is not a regular amount. (laughs) 
it's not six cups. It's it's refilled six times. It's like just a, a splash of hot coffee so that it always stays hot. And you know what? He never gets to the bottom. He leaves with the cup full. So he's a warmer. Yeah. He's a Basically, warmer, not a chugger. Yeah. No, I, I think the idea behind a diner is uh, the ideal diner is you will drink one cup of coffee, but they'll keep splashing in like one sip of hot coffee every time you take a sip. I the agree. Is you leave with a full glass. Uh, no, I agree a hundred percent. I assumed Mister Pink was like slamming these and like waiting for another one for like twenty minutes. I, I love the aspects of the service industry that are just clearly absurd, where it's like he's right about that. I want my coffee filled more than is reasonable. It, it's the same way where it's like I want an everything bagel to be inedible. It's got to have everything. I want my waiter to always be attendant but to fuck off at a moment's notice (laughs) you know like there's such a fine line like you don't want to hover but you don't want to be waiting yet you get pissed off if they're too attentive i like to think i'm a little more rational i want uh as little human contact as possible like you can that's you in every just... regard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, fill, I'll fill out the little slip of paper, stick it on the thing for the chef, and just grab it. There are restaurants that work that way. Not exactly you, that way. You'd, but... you, so you'd be the Larry I'm Dave. I'm talking about McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go in, punch my order in at a tablet. And you know what? It's a little too much that a human being hands it to me. I want it shat out of a conveyor belt, and it's like a robot voice going, 302. No, I mean, if if I'm being honest, no, I I like talking to the waiter, but I like giving my order, and then I like being super, super thankful at the end of the day. Don't talk to me in between. Can just just real quick recount that was everything fantastic recount for our for our listeners here, uh, perhaps our favorite waiter in the entire world from uh the Lantern Diner. <laughs> Just give 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 the oh, that give, guy. Yeah, give the people uh, a taste of this guy cuz I I don't know how to describe him. There's a guy there's a waiter at my favorite diner that he is a nice guy but he's jittery. He's and jittery. by ji- and by jittery we mean coked the fuck out. Like 24-7. He, he's, like, not put together, and he overcompensates for that. Like, he's too gracious. He's inattentive, and then he comes back, and he's like, uh, <clears throat> oh, my gosh, what can I get for you? You guys, you guys enjoying your food? Ah, that's great. That's so great. You know, guys, it's, it's, it's great that you're here. Great to see you guys. Great, great, great to see you guys. Great. How how's everybody doing? Great, 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 great. Okay, all right. What are you having, boss? Okay, you ordered twenty minutes ago. That's great. And then, he'll, uh, yeah, he'll be he he'll be effusively helpful when he sees you, and then he'll disappear for thirty minutes, forty minutes. <laughs> okay, what can I get for you guys? How are you guys doing? Okay, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> there was one time this dude uh, <laughs> he. Got, he, f- he doesn't fuck up initially. He's putting waters down on the table, but he sets the things, like, <laughs> right at the edge. And, you know, you put them down, and then you go hand them individually. He puts them down, 
and he hands him individually by sticking his fingers inside the glass and like shuffling them towards each of us. And we're just kind of looking at each other horrified, like, I'm not going to drink this water. <laughs> but poor dining, uh, poor dining experiences are another list for another day. Back to, back to mashups. <laughs> I'll commit to that. So anyway, the, the root beer milk got my mind thinking. And I know we usually do top fives, but I just kind of did like, I just jotted down 10 things on an actual piece of paper here. And these are uh, food mashups that I think uh, could be successful. Uh, some of them are delicious. Others are monstrous. But I think there's a market for each of these. And okay, uh, you're, I'll, so I'll you're, save the most viable one for last. You're pitching us these ideas. We are Tyson yeah. Chicken and you are pitching us these ideas. Right. I, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, it, that's exactly it. You're not. You're not the customer. You're an executive. I'm like, someone's going to eat this. <laughs> Middle America will fucking eat this. <laughs> now, the first one, uh, I think, has East Coast appeal, because uh, they seem to be the only people who put ketchup on their hot dogs. Weirdly it's, enough. Uh, ketchup in the hot dog. Uh, ketchup filled hot dogs. Thin uh, layer of ketchup inside the hot dog. Oh, that there's too much squirting potential. Too much squirting potential. That that they, they, that they has probably tried this in a lab. That has cherry tomato written all over it. And what is grosser than like at a ball game you bite into something and it just splooges onto your face? <laughs> there's too much. There, there's that is way too hazardous. I I I appreciate the convenience. Also, how do you keep the ketchup fresh inside the hot dog? Like, how are these hot dogs cooked? With the ketchup inside, are they cooked and then injected with ketchup? Like, <clears throat> no, cooked with ketchup inside. They are packaged. Uh, this, I, I figured that this is food Shark Tank. <laughs> so we get They're them packaged with ketchup. So they are prepackaged with ketchup. So let's say I buy my eight pack of hot dogs. Yeah, they're cold. They've got ketchup in them. I cook the ketchup inside. Yeah. <laughs> now see you're, you're thinking so there's there's several cooking options right it's this is oven ready hot dogs because uh ovens heat from the outside in so you want that center to stay cool so heat for five minutes all right and that so you got the cool ketchup inside well then you have to pivot make these things not a full dog you have to make these things more like pigs in blankets if they're pigs in blankets i think it's a possibility. I still personally wouldn't do it, but if they're pigs in blankets, it's a tiny, tiny squirt of ketchup in each. Yeah, one. they might well, as well that's, just be like ketchup cause flavored. Because that's the only thing. That's the only kind of hot dog you're throwing in an oven. You're grilling everything yeah. else. I think you. I ain't. It, I ain't microwaving no dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I microwave dogs more than any other means of preparation. <laughs> Boiling them is better. Good God! <laughs> it's, it's, I gotta clean a dish. <laughs> I don't like cleaning dishes. I got like five dishes. I don't want to clean them. And uh, for regional variants, we can introduce uh, mustard in the dog, mayo in the dog, relish in the dog. Mix it with a relish. Uh, next on the list: collaboration of Mountain Dew and Monster Energy. They've uh, 
I feel like that definitely exists already. There's gotta be that that there's no way they haven't done that. That that is one demographic and it all watches NASCAR. There is no way that shit <coughs> hasn't been done. <laughs> Monster Mountain do. You should put meth as the third M. <laughs> uh nothing comes up. They seem to be yeah, no, all all I get is uh uh Mountain Dew versus Monster. Seems to be contentious. Now if they could get together and the uh the marketing behind it is so it's Monster and Mountain Dew. Now what is the monster of the mountains? Squatch. Squatch <sighs> energy drink. Squatch. Monster Mountain. Wait. Hold on, hold on now. So I, I, I don't want to take away the branding here, because the branding is the most important part. Rednecks want Mountain Dew, and they want Monster. Squatch is... I don't know what Squatch is. Now, if it's Squatch presented by Mountain Dew and Monster, if it's Monster X Mountain Dew, then, we, then we're working with something. It's Monster of the Mountains. <laughs> now we're getting into, like, bourbon territory. Monster of the Mountain, Sasquatch. Sasquatch Brew. Wouldn't you Monster wouldn't you drink present a Sasquatch <laughs> Brew? <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't you drink well first off, wouldn't you drink a beer called the Sasquatch Brew and wouldn't you drink a hard liquor called Monster of the Mountains? I'd rather have the hard liquor. Monster of the Mount like Monster of the Mount seems like like a very good like $60 bottle of whiskey. And- <laughs> Next, in the beverage market, uh, so th- there's all sorts of racket. The be- what am I trying to say? The soft drink market is utter bullshit. Like a lot of their stuff tastes the same. I'm including like vitamin water, Gatorade. A lot of it's marketed as healthy when it's not. And uh, I figured the next step of depravity would be if they started marketing Gatorade. As healthier because it's made with Poland spring water. Uh, like it's it's the same Gatorade formula, but they're like now it's with filtered Poland spring water as the base. <laughs> so, and I think I think Gatorade owns Poland spring owns Coke. <laughs> so basically, they're admitting that they weren't using filtered water before. Like, <laughs> no, they were they were using filtered water, but now it's Poland spring. Which is filtered water. I mean, that is, I think that's a week to a month long promotion where you can jack up the price like a dollar or two. But I don't think that has any staying power. (laughs) People will catch on. Maybe not Gatorade, but like there's so much potential because bottled water is the dumbest shit on the planet. I was watching an interview with, I think it was uh, 50 Cent. And he was saying, like, I got into the bottled water racket because it's it's literally a scam. <laughs> you just sell water to people. Um, they made a lot of money, and it's now it's that, absolutely true. I, that's a fucking success story because you know, Fifty was outside of Yankee Stadium selling the bottles of water when he was a freaking teenager. <laughs> now he's making um, multi millions off of that bottled water. But yeah, but bottled water is a racket, so I figure, why not? It's all branding anyway, so why not just put that brand on something else? All these soft drinks have water as their base. Now it's made with Poland Spring. I think... Or like Dasani. It's Dasani Powerade. You have to... Here... No, I think here you have to use 
what Dasani and what Poland is doing. And if your Gatorade, say, now made with all natural spring water from the fucking Rocky Mountains, <laughs> you know, don't like we, we can cut out the middleman here. We can just say mm. we, you know. Fuck Poland Spring. Gatorade what? Fresh. Yeah, Gatorade G Fresh. Well, because I just figure, like, I know, I know Gator- let me let me actually get the facts on this. So uh, I think it's Coke owns Gatorade and Poland Spring. I think you're right on that. And I think Pepsi I actually, owns actually, Dasani Wait, wait, wait. I, th- I, think, I think Coke owns Powerade. Coke owns Powerade, yeah. Yes, okay, yeah. Let me see. 13 drinks owned by Coca-Cola. They own honest tea. God damn it, that's not very honest of them. <laughs> I usually get honest tea because it's like it's not the uh, it's not that corporate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, it's just We're sold different. in every grocery store across America, but it's not like corporate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Coke owns Powerade, and they own Smartwater. Smartwater Powerade. Let's do it. Ah, uh, that's just Powerade Zero. And I think you're right. That that is just Powerade Zero. Yeah, Powerade but Zero. They could be oh. more explicit with it. They could start branding it as Smart Water Powerade. Or you could do Smart Water Heavy, extra sugared. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to see someone like really promote like we put more added sugar. I could see that. I could see that working as like an uh, an anti cancel culture thing. It's like it's got extra sugar. Um, this is PC soda i might not have mentioned it on the stupidest products pod but it was it was almost it almost made the list uh there was an energy drink in like 2006 or so that was just called cocaine (laughs) like that's it it was just it was just marketing and this dude like he wasn't like a soda maker or anything like he came from some other business and he just him and his wife decided to make a soda and they were like, let's just name it like they were originally going to name it something like just like regular like RC Cola, something like that. But they're like, why don't we just name it cocaine? And I think <laughs> I think they sold like over like 10,000 bottles in like three months. Like good for them. It was. And good. why not? It, it's funny how vice driven the energy drink biz is because, you know, it's bad for you. Like, there's no way that an energy drink. This is a blanket statement that uh, I have to do more research on. But I feel like we've become a more caffeinated country. I feel like 15 years ago, Starbucks was a little less prominent. It was a little more taboo to have an energy drink just advertised as such. Uh, We got to divide the energy drinks, quote unquote. From coffee? From, well, we got to divide coffee. From the Red Bulls, Monsters, Stars of the World, from the Gatorade, Powerade, Smart Water. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but yes. Yeah, not, the, not the same racket at all. I think that you've seen those monster Red Bull type energy drinks go down in the last 10 years. And I think you've seen a massive influx of coffee drinking go up. Um, now, if you go back like, 2000 to 2010 i'd bet you that the energy drink numbers were probably like twice as much you think so and the coffee coffee maybe a little less but energy oh, drinks saying so like the coffee is taking the place of the yes energy drink. yes i see um 
because I think we realize that these things like will just give you a heart attack if you keep drinking them. Yeah. And coffee will give you that heart attack much, much slower. (laughs) Uh, Next on the list, a quickie. I've got a donut with munchkin in the middle. Whole, Whole punch donuts. So would we market this to kids as like pop them out and you know snack exactly, on them? Yeah, like one one for one for dad and one for little Timmy. Well, you got your donut and you got your dunker. <laughs> you market that you dunk the the munchkin in like milk or something. Yeah, that's a uh, that is a ridiculous. That is an idea that's so stupid. It's actually pretty smart. <laughs> I can definitely see people buying that. Pop. Just, <laughs> pop. <laughs> Just for the sensation of, ah. Yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's like one thing, of those. Uh, when you got those little cardboard things and you know, you're popping them out. <laughs> <laughs> oddly, uh, no. oddly satisfying donut. Oh, it'd be huge on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, <clears throat> for you Rocky fans. Uh, eggs in milk. Start selling eggs, eggs in milk. <laughs> Carton of milk with egg. I think that... Like, like whole yolks on bottom. That is basically guaranteed to make you throw up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we want to market that as such, if we want to market it basically as fight milk, uh, and it helps you yeah. cut weight, then... Yeah. and, and you, 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 you dig up, um... I take up. You you call up S- Stallone. He'll drink drink a whole ke- gallon like a boss. TV. <laughs> Stallone is so like like just this leathery hulking rock at this point. Like yeah, he's he, great. He's so like like it's it's not how it's not how I saw Sylvester Stallone aging. You know, but I like where he went. <laughs> yeah, Creed. Yeah. I can take a bunch. Well, can't talk no more, but... <laughs> hey, why don't we make a little Rambo? Uh, so, eggs at the bottom, milk. Uh, how about almond at the bottom, milk? Almond at the bottom, brand almond milk. It's like fruit at the bottom, yogurt. We've got whole milk, oat milk, goat milk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, almond at the bottom. Almond at the bottom. Like, just... Hum. It's a like, snack? Uh, that... That is getting into that hazardous territory of um, stupid uh, drinks with the berries at the bottom that you choke on. Yes, boba tea. Boba tea. Yes. Yeah. No one has. <laughs> no one's ever enjoyed drinking a boba tea, and I don't think anyone would enjoy almond at the bottom milk. <laughs> well, it's 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 one of those things where it's like if you convince people it's healthy, then people with superiority complexes will pretend it's good. So I agree. Make other people feel bad. I agree, but how much, like, you know, what percent of the populace is going to be that smug to choke on almonds when they can just yeah, I, drink almond milk? My my boomer take is, like, if you get someone on TikTok to do it, it'll take off. If you get the right person on TikTok to do it. What's that? Send in Jimmy Fallon. Let's have Jimmy Fallon eat it on live TV. All the kids love Jimmy. Let's get Jimmy Fallon <laughs> They like when he makes those Star Wars jokes. Let's get Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried is now head of the network. 
<laughs> the kids like Jimmy Fallon. Let's get Jimmy. Give him some Jimmy. Call call out right now. Request for Gilbert Gottfried to be cast as an inept studio head. Just like squinting at the end of a desk like the entire time. So what do you call this act? <laughs> that That is the post-credits scene. <laughs> That's the fu- it's like like the little like side character who you kind of forgot about. He has a meeting with the guy. <laughs> so what do you call an act like that? <laughs> and then you cut off. <laughs> uh, I was starting to lose steam. So this next one is uh, buttered peanut. <laughs> that sounded like you weren't ready for class, and they called on you for a homework answer. <laughs> Buttered peanut. <laughs> At this point, I had you gone just, crazy with you like, just, let's just thought let's just take of a thing and a thing. Y- you thought of peanut butter and you reversed it. Is what you're saying? <laughs> That's it. But uh, I need it. A buttered Next. peanut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- then I got some steam again in me because uh, Cinnabon horchata. Horchata. Okay. Sure. Yeah. That's gluttonous enough. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Not much, <laughs> not much to say. Just a you, good idea. You can stick Cinnabon in anything, and Americans will fucking eat it. <laughs> oh, he's got the root beer milk again, folks. It just doesn't stop. It's healthier than coffee. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty damn. It's pretty fucking far from healthy. <laughs> Two more in the hole. This next one's kind of an engineering feat. I don't know how this would happen, but uh, you ever see those chocolate balls that you like? It's dessert inside of a chocolate ball, and then you pour hot chocolate on it, and it melts and it cracks and reveals the dessert. No, but that sounds very eloquent. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, it's it's a thing online. It's like you you have this chocolate shell that you then melt, and it's like boom, there's your dessert. Um, I was thinking we could apply that to spaghetti and meatballs. It's like a meatball filled with spaghetti. <laughs> um, Pop it in the oven. Like it comes frozen. Just a meatball with spaghetti and <laughs> sauce inside. And, and it, <laughs> so when it comes out of out of the oven, do you just you, you eat tap it the with me- a spoon? <laughs> I would rather take the meatball and just eat it as if I was consuming meat wad. He's got spaghetti inside. No, but it's it's quite high class, actually. Um, so it comes frozen. And You've already gotten rid of the high class part. <laughs> it's a spaghetti dinner. It's a spaghetti dinner bomb, is uh, what I'll call it. You've added bomb to the name, even more high class. <laughs> Put it in the oven. Pop it in the oven. It's it's meatball. It's a meatball shell. Well, it's it's, it's like soup in a bread bowl. It's spaghetti in a meatball. <laughs> I'm not saying this isn't a delicious idea, but like, <laughs> not it's appealing. not classy or appealing. <laughs> it's gonna taste probably great. <laughs> Hopefully, if it's not too preservative filled. But <laughs> you know, back in Sicily, you, you let the spaghetti marinate in the meat. You know, you get it. You get a meat bowl. Back in the Toscana. The well, it's, it's like, uh, you know, when you make a pizza, does the sauce go on top or the cheese? It's like, you know, do you put the spaghetti on the bottom or the meat on the bottom? <laughs> the sauce obviously goes on bottom and the cheese goes on top. Who the hell has ever set cheese and then spread tomato sauce over it on dough? 
plenty of people. I think it's called Detroit style. Called style. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Let me see. Detroit style pizza. Uh, topped with tomato sauce. Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. They make the they make the pie regular and then put tomato sauce on top of that. <laughs> Oh, it's additional sauce. Yeah, oh, good job. That's my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> different strokes for different folks. But in a Toscano, let a meatball sit with a spaghetti and a lot of marinade. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. If you actually go to Tuscany and ask for spaghetti and meatballs, they'll laugh in your face. <laughs> that's like going up to... That's like going up to the Chateau Briand and being like, can I get a plate of french fries? Right. It's like going to Outback Steakhouse and being like, give me a hot dog. You want a hot dog? <laughs> you sure? <laughs> we got a blooming onion. <laughs> Quick aside, because we're on food mashups. And I guess the blooming onion is a mashup of onion and explosion. How many calories are in the blooming onion? Can't be much. It's a, it's an onion and it's oil. I mean, what is it, like 150? 800. <laughs> what is... What is it butter? Uh you've got uh fifty-eight grams of fat, twenty-two grams of saturated fat, and a lot of sodium. I, I just I thought I thought it was just How? onion. No, it's just fried. <laughs> the onion is like the skeleton. <laughs> but anyway. So I've saved the best for last here, because I think this one actually is marketable. It is uh cereal and milk crackums. Now it's it's Horrible for the environment, so people are going to love it. This is absolutely a bad idea, and I don't want this to exist, but people would eat this up. It's called Cereal and Milk Crackums. You know how you usually have a giant box of cereal that's really cheap and a giant gallon of milk that's also pretty cheap, and you pour them into a bowl? Well, what if we individually wrapped in a shitload of plastic one serving of milk and one serving of cereal? So it's it's like a <clears> – <throat> imagine a, a plastic bottle of milk. Uh, and there's a, there's separated in the middle with a thin layer, and the cereal's on the bottom. And when you want to eat it, you go, you twist it, and crack, milk falls onto the cereal. And then that's your, uh, that's your cereal bowl. So we're applying the parfait yogurt concept here. Thank you. Yes. That's exactly what we're doing. Um... But it's sold in very expensive plastic. Yeah, besides... Individually sold. Besides the massive environmental toll... Um, if you market this to moms as snacks for their kids, it saves time. Eat it, it on the bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Comes with a spoon on the side. You get the spoon built in. Yeah. No, I like that. That's, uh. And it's so fun. Crack. And yeah. Twist it. Crack them. <laughs> Cereal and milk. Crack ems. And then you have all the kids fighting with each other. You cracked my crack em. <laughs> You cracked my crack em. Frigged my fragot. I'm going to crack your skull, Timmy. <laughs> That's in the commercial. <laughs> but that, I think, is, is the million-dollar idea, like the K-Cup. The K-Cup was an unbridled environmental disaster, and the, the inventor regrets making it, but <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Please insert the actual Pagliacci in there. <laughs> we can lament the... Uh, the demise of the K-Cup owner, <laughs> creator. But uh, that's all I've got in terms of food mashups. I just, 
stream of consciousness wrote down what came to me. If uh, you lovely viewers have an idea for mashups, or if you want to tell me that uh, spaghetti in meat bowl is not functional, uh, hit us up on Twitter at WeLoveListsPod. Make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Leave a rating, leave a like. For Christian McCartney, I'm Terry Kleins. This has been We Love Lists. We Love Lists.